Saw a little breakdance move. You like that? You know how Crazy Legs calls himself crazy? Right. Your breakdance name could just be crazy. By itself? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you, sir? Good. How was your week off? It was good. That's good. It was, it was relaxing. That's good. We it cooked, was needed. We cooked crab legs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there was a lot of crab legs. Well, they came? Yeah, the real big one. <laughs> well, I don't know why your hands. It was good. It was good. It was good. Um, we stayed home. I made a little something, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, been trying to get my little bike ride in, sir. I've been seeing. I've been seeing. It's pretty good. And uh, when you gonna come out with us, man? Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm glad you're. Riding. <laughs> I'm glad you're riding. It's not easy, man. It's yeah, not easy. I imagine it's not. This weekend, we did a a, a night bike ride on 9-11. Mm-hmm. And we rode out with... Who did we ride out with? JC? Jersey City Bike Club, Club or Crew or whatever. I guess you can follow them on IG. They have these uh, night rides periodically. And um, we decided to get on and... Yeah, my you rode pe- through Jersey City at night. <laughs> Did they hand out vests? It was scary. I'm just asking because uh, um, the first time. Shout I- out to Karen for fronting. Damn. Shout out to Pam for fronting. Damn. Shout out to Zach for fronting. Oh man. Nah, but um, it was good. I mean, it it was actually the furthest bike ride that i think i've ever done That's no dope. it wasn't i did something further than that was it 20 20? miles oh so no wonder i was in pain i get tired driving 20 miles <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen i'm gonna keep it tighter down with you i get tired riding in a car for 20 miles when somebody else was driving Yo, 20 miles you, listen it's not easy and not for nothing i know y'all can't really see everything but I'm a big girl, you know what I mean? And them hills. <laughs> 20 miles. Them hills was no joke, yo. Your 20 miles is 20 miles is a long time. Oh long my time. gosh. Shout out to Auntie Cole. She she yo, she She's been thugging it out. Yo, she trying to shed them quarantine pounds with me. Yeah. And shout out to my big brother Roman, who I mean Y'all know Roman. Roman Oban. I've interviewed him in the past. Yes. Former uh, NFL lineman. Lineman. <laughs> Not even NFL player. Why did you have lineman? to say lineman because, so because, hard? Because honestly, trying to get all of that moving on a bike can't be easy. He's not fat yeah, at all, no, but he's Roman's big. a big dude. That's what I'm saying. Getting all that moving on a bike can't be too easy. But um, we had a good time. We yeah. had a good, and of course, my baby daddy. Yeah, he's a trendsetter. So 
Yeah. He wanted to go another fucking 20 miles. Yeah. <laughs> He's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but listen. And stop at a vegan place. You know what I'm way. saying? Yeah. You know what? Actually, we did. I swear to you. I believe you. We stopped at uh, the pizza shop called Two Boots. And they serve, uh, they sell vegan pizza. Really? And all he know is that he we we had to make it there before they closed. Yeah. Was it good? You ask him. He's sitting right there. You didn't have any? I don't eat vegan pizza. No. <laughs> <laughs> it might <have>. No. <laughs> I was like, hey, with Thanksgiving or something. Hey, you want some vegan ice cream? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Unequivocally. No. <laughs> but um, was it good, honey? They make regular pizza. Oh, they do. It's a regular pizza shop that just happens. They have a vegan one. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good, it was a good time. Maybe one day you'll uh, come right out with us. So, you and, know. Maybe, maybe one day I'll fly there myself. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Look, it's maybe just as possible. Maybe not. Maybe it's just <laughs> as possible. Maybe, maybe one day I'll fly there myself. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah, in a private jet. You probably have a better chance of me flying over Jersey City for 20 miles in a private jet than you are. Listen, we all 50. We all kicking 50 in the booty or over 50. I remember the first time I ever ever went to Jersey City. And, you know, I'm from from a um, Hold on, hold on before you finish your story. All right, go. I'm from, you know, I'm from a town upstate that isn't too soft. Oh, what are you talking about? Newburgh? Yeah, well, I wasn't even going to mention it. (laughs) Yeah. But but it wasn't, you know. Me two of them shits. So I went down there, you know, I was like 17. We were going to the studio. And we were like right around Communipar or whatever. And I was like, yo, this shit is no joke. Mm. So we were like, no, you know, we're going to. We, they were doing whatever in the studio. Like, we're hungry. We're going to walk to the KFC, go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. The, the KFC was bulletproof. And this was like <laughs> 17. It was 86. Mm-hmm. So the KFC was already bulletproof in 86. And I was like, it was, it was a pretty pretty nerve-wracking walk, those three or four blocks to the KFC. We thought, you know, you just walk around, everything's fine. Mm. Yeah, Jersey City has been no joke for no, a while. No, it wasn't. We saw a, a good number of uh, alcoholics and uh, crackheads cheering us on. And Were uh, any of them riding bikes with you? No. No, okay. No, no. But, you know, we was... There's a lot of Cannondales out there. <laughs> so we were going very fast yeah. <laughs> through uh, certain neighborhoods. That's one cool, guy, though. Yeah, one guy shouted nice. out, remember, Pool? Y'all got some asses on y'all. <laughs> really? That's dope. It's dope? Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, but hey, it was a good time. Game recognized <laughs> game, man. That's okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay man. It, what, would you would you prefer that or me? You are some ugly bitches. You got to be nice, you know. It wouldn't make a difference either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to ride. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Was it DMX? You because that's so some silly. shit he would say. It, it was not. Okay. There ain't no bitches in here. Remember he did his verses? We're all the bitches. There ain't no bitches. <laughs> so I don't think you can say that anymore. Oh, my God. All right, so. Tory Lane, sir. Yes. He's back. <laughs> Tory Lanez is back. He apologized to Meg The Stallion, and uh, that's a pretty liberal description of what went on. What do you mean, sir? Did he really apologize? He apologized in a text. Yeah. Following this is we're just learning this now, but the text actually went through that night of the 
shooting are we gonna keep saying alleged because we know we he shot her i mean like you know what i'm saying if they arrest us they arrest us they sue us who cares all right so anyway um he sent the text following the the foot incident in july now remember meg was shot in both feet and required surgery and tony what's his name tory thank you 28 years old tory wrote i know you probably <laughs> i'm sorry y'all i know you probably never gonna talk to me again but i genuinely want you to know that i'm sorry from the bottom of my heart he then added i was just too drunk at least he used the right to yeah you know what i'm saying um now he never admitted to shooting her in the text did you notice that, sir? That's that's what I said. So not really an apology. He could have been apologizing for anything. Anything. Uh, but we kind of sort of can figure out what he was apologizing for. Can yeah. we assume? I don't know. Um, he continued with, nonetheless, shit should have never happened, and I can't change what did. I feel horrible. Now, to refresh. Tory Lanes was arrested on July 13th and was charged with carrying a concealed firearm in a vehicle. He posted $35,000 bail. He was released later that day. He's scheduled to appear in court in October. LA's district attorney's office is still reviewing the potential charge of felony assault with a firearm in his case. And explain to me, sir, because I don't get it. Why isn't Tory arrested because he didn't shoot Kylie good point sir if he shot Kylie he'd still be in jail no bail he'd be in jail with an ankle bracelet <laughs> mm. it would be so bad and not only would it be no bail he'd be in jail with an ankle bracelet I'm actually not surprised how lightly this is being uh taken the girl got shot but honestly isn't she kind of to blame for that too? What do you mean? She's not running around saying this dude shot me. Why isn't she he in jail? She did say it. What has she said? Why isn't he in jail? No, she didn't is say she, that part. No, has she tried to have him prosecuted? Has she done any of that? You got shot in the foot, Maybe and the she, dude who shot you is running around. Let's not, you know, let's not say that you had a personal relationship. But the dude who shot you is running around. And you got shot in the foot. Aren't you gonna try and get him locked up? Maybe. Uh, I mean, if you really want him locked up, obviously she doesn't want him locked up. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe she for a reason. Maybe she doesn't want him locked up. Maybe she doesn't. Yeah. But she did let us know that, yes, he did shoot me. Let us know. Right. Right. She let everybody know. But we can't all be mad that he's not locked up if she doesn't want him locked up. She obviously does not want him locked up. She would go down to the courthouse. I, I'll would... put it to you like this. I don't think that she'll have a problem with it if he was. Yeah, it's but she's very, not pushing it. Yeah, it's whack. Maybe she wants to take care of it herself. But how can I don't know about all that? He's still walking around. It's a little late. We maybe listen, re listen, revenge time, is best listen, served cold. Is timing that what is they everything. Say? Is timing is say? everything, sir. Revenge is a death. You don't. Uh, you don't need. Uh, you don't immediately. You don't immediately retaliate when somebody does something to you. You got to yeah. be smart. Okay. You don't know this. I thought you said you was from Newburgh. Yeah, but usually it just comes right out and everyone goes to jail in a week. You know week. where she from, right? <laughs> huh? You yeah. know where she from? Houston. Oh, 
Oh, she from Brooklyn. I'm talking about oh, you. Me. Yes, oh. yes. Shout out to Taj Family Inc. for today's courtesy t-shirt. She's that's a, that's a nice shirt. Thank you. Why, thank you. But, you know, listen, maybe it's a plan. Right. We get you on next week says she crazy. <laughs> she, she from G building. She cooked. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. She cooked. You're so silly. All right. But anyway, like you said, if it was Kylie or, you know. Jail. Yeah, it wouldn't be been a no-brainer. But don't forget, they don't have the same type mentality as a Meg Thee Stallion. Oh no, the cops would have made sure it happened. Even if she tried to keep her mouth shut, the cops would have made it made sure it happened. Yeah. Well, listen, it goes back to the Malcolm X saying too that the most disrespected, oh no, unprotected, question. no question, and neglected person in America is the black woman. So and that was and that was sixty years ago. Mm, guess what? It's still happening. No, it hasn't changed. That's right. But, um, yeah. Speaking of abuse, uh, please tell me that you saw Tamar Braxton's Get Your Life premiere. I, I beg of you. Something. Listen, I know that we had this conversation before and you said, can we please don't talk about Tamar ever again? But we cannot not talk about this. Why couldn't Tori shoot her? That's not nice, actually. She could spend some time with her and shoot her. Oh my God! No, let me tell you something. I'm sorry, Pooh, because I made Pooh watch this too. Oh, you watched it? I made him. He fell asleep on some of it. But, but he listen, got the yeah, gist. Well, he falls but, asleep fast. Everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but listen. Thirty mile bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you think? You can't stay awake. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Yes. The question. The question with Tamar begins with, since she was young, her name's Tamar. She it's turned stupid. it into Tamar. So you're already a little fucked up. Listen, I really wish that you would have watched it because not for nothing. I see a lot of blogs going around and they talking about, you know, Tamar and they are for Tamar, they want her to win. She's in a bad situation. She got a bad deal out of life and all of this. And let me just say this for the record. I like Tamar. I like her. I like her voice. I like her personality. I think she's extra. I think she has that, what do you call it? That TV personality. Right. It works. I'm not, I, I, I'm not going, I don't like how this docu-series is going, brother. She's crazy. I don't like how this look, docu-series look, is going. If you, smoked it, a, if you smoked a bag of angel dust, <laughs> you grabbed a handful of bees, but and then a, you had soda and pop rocks at the same time, you couldn't be half as crazy as, as Tamar. She's she's a whole nother kind of crazy. She's yeah, I'm, not, I'm hip. She's not me crazy. Oh, well. God forbid. That, I, I mean, come on, you gotta anybody. admit, that's not that, that, no, she, she's that's like, a whole nother kind of crazy. Yeah, she's on next level crazy. All right, so this docuseries, in my opinion, did not need to be made. She aired out pretty much her whole life. Mm-hmm. And you would think that now, after all the damage that has happened to her that she would rethink this and she would do better. I was actually uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest with the whole thing. Um, Even the cringy beginning with her and Mona Scott, 
there was this scene in the beginning where she goes into Mona Scott's office and Mona is basically trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. It's not convinced, but she's trying to talk her into doing this docu-series, not leaving anything out, letting it be raw and uncut and promising not to quit. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Mona, she is the queen of I'm getting this bag. Right. So. Who's, by the way, the, all the love and hip hops are, are Mona. Correct. And <clears throat> t- clearly, Tamar is only here for the bag. Right. And she's not thinking about her mental health or her son's. Uh, or that of her son mental health all she's thinking about at the end of the day is that i'm gonna get that back so it was kind of like real cringy to me at first because i kind of sort of kind of thought that they were cool like friends or whatever and that she would probably want better for her but at the end of the day you know how this industry is just about money yeah nobody gives a fuck about nothing um mona was like i don't give a fuck what you're going through this is good tv and we need to do this. But not in those words, but... But she may be so used to her being fake that she's not buying her problems anyway. Look, the real problem Tamar has... This industry, man. Listen, the blessing and the curse of her life. The blessing is the curse. Being Tony Braxton's sister was the blessing. And being Tony Braxton's sister is the curse. Well, I believe that that is where it stemmed and from. And it's all, that's where it all, that's where it's still, it's all from there. If they, if she sat down with a real therapist and sat down and realized, but she can't be her own person at this point. But the thing is, is that once she has had married Vince. Right. She figured that none of that mattered anymore because she was 10 levels higher than everybody else. But she wasn't. She wasn't. Sometimes maybe it's financially. A, no, but sometimes it's not about that. It's, but this is what I'm saying. What she learned late. Yes. It, it, what she learned late. Someone's always going to be richer than you. You understand? There's only one but, person who's the richest person in the world. If you base your if you base your your value and your net worth on how or your your self worth on your net worth, you're not going to win. Someone's always richer than you. This is what she's learned late. At she that still hasn't learned it. Mm. At that particular point, all she really cared about was, I'm richer than y'all. That, and, 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 and I'm better than y'all. And that's not what it's about. Money is always temporary. Let me tell you something, but I, I've told you guys in the past many times, there's always something about those tables. They keep turning. And they don't stop. Nope. But but honestly, once you tie when her, once you tie your self worth to your net worth, and you think that you're better than everybody, you're always going to meet somebody who's better off than you, and you're it's going to always fuck with you. When her and Vince was done, she could not swallow <laughs> that. Shut up, foe. <laughs> the lifestyle adjustment. She couldn't deal with it. She needed therapy then. Right. But but they were scamming too. Didn't they didn't they owe a label or somebody? They owed a label millions of dollars. They they were fronting for the gram too. It wasn't for, they, they 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 got sued and they owed a bunch of money. They had a bunch of bad shit going on too. Do you think that she ever loved Vince? No. No. 
I don't. Or you think she just loved the idea of what she could do, what he could do for her? Have you seen him? <laughs> Have you seen him? <laughs> before before okay, you ask but, that but, question, but let me say I this, want though. you to visualize what that man looked like when they were married. I want to say this, though. I do believe, and I've told Pooh this before, you can marry somebody that she was like, eh. The pimp did. Good point. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you can marry somebody that you could be like, mm, I don't know about this motherfucker. But what's inside comes out, exudes, and you start to fall in love with the person. Right. I do believe that. Right. I do believe that. And you're that. saying that she's such a sensitive soul and non-materialistic that she could do that? I wasn't talking about Tamar. I was talking Thank about you. Pam. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. What, what I'm, say, what I'm saying is that I do believe that you can genuinely and sincerely grow to love somebody. Right. In this particular situation, I don't feel that. No, because she's so materialistic and so fake. This is what I'm saying. But it, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that it that does work for somebody. So you're trying to make me feel better. No. Oh. All right. So anyway, um, I, I had a point that I was trying to say. She's a gold digger? Um, so they had on the show this one particular point that I was dying to tell you all uh-huh. week. And they had this particular part on the show where uh, she met with a dream coach. What the fuck is a dream coach? I know, boys and girls, you might ask. You might what ask. What is a dream coach? What is a dream coach? <laughs> a dream coach is something for rich motherfuckers. <laughs> I guess it's what it is, is that it's a professional that talks about what you going through and what you think about in your unconscious state and has a lot to do with what's going on now and potentially what could happen in the future. People pay for that? Well, we TV has paid for this. <laughs> did, they go, did, they, did they go to the same school as a dog psychologist? Mm-mm, sounds familiar. But anyway. Um, a dream coach. Yes. To help her analyze her dream so that she can get a sense of reality. And so with this process. How they, but wait a second, though. How do you ever how do you ever verify that it's correct information? You really could come to you could come to me and I could say I'm a dream coach and you could say that you're being chased by sharks, but they're running and I could make up some shit. Who can make up shit? Tamar or the dream coach? The dream coach. The Tamar can make up shit too? Exactly. This is the dumbest exercise ever. This is true. But I mean, if you think about it. You I, was, could, I was running from sharks, but they had legs. I understand your point. But if you want to get technical, you can sit down with a real fucking therapist and lie to that motherfucker too. I'm talking about, but but there's some foundation for the information that's coming back. This can help you. You can so rationalize. Let's, let, let's not try to rationalize. It's all dumb. It okay. is pretty dumb. Can I, can is this bad as a dog psychologist? Can, can I continue, please? You know, I, I know someone who actually worked in a acupunc- <laughs> pet acupuncturist office. They gave the dogs acupuncture. What's wrong with that? The dog tells him where it hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it feels better. Look, hello? Sorry. So, during this exercise, the That's dream the coach... The dream coach tells her that if you want the best result from this exercise, you have to refrain from sex for 45 days and you cannot drink alcohol. (laughs) What the fuck? Yes. And so she ran that by her boyfriend, 
it's David. I don't know what his last name is. The Nigerian man. And David was like, what? Um, I don't, what is this? I don't believe or whatever this, that, and third. And not for nothing, I wasn't mad at what David's response was. He had a typical response for any man with a penis. What the fuck? Why are you listening to this dream coach? And why is she dictating my sex life? But nobody said nothing about Tamar not drinking alcohol. That's not a problem, huh? Yeah. Did she say, uh, what else you can't do? Hmm. Powder. <laughs> There'll be no powdering <laughs> of your nose. There'll be no none of that? No. Anyway, um, since all of this show has taken place, I found out that as of Friday, David was granted temporary restraining order against Tamar, which requires her to stay at least 100 yards away from David and his car and his job. Why, you ask? Well, David said that Tamar beat the crap out of him. Wait, men can get restraining orders? Sure. I'll give you the information. Yeah, the for show. sure. Give me the number. And she said uh, he, she threatened to kill him. They were driving in David's Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. by the way. And Tamar. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, the way. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Is there a more pretentious and fake car in the world than a Rolls Royce? <laughs> it's a very pretentious That's car. <laughs> Ever? Oh You're driving around in a house. God. All right. So anyway. We fucking Andrew Carnegie. <laughs> Stop fuck, man. A Rolls Royce. Are you done? Are you done? Sorry. All right. And while they were driving, Tamar punched him in the throat. I thought that was just a saying. I don't know if people actually get punched in the throat. No, oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting him in the jugular. And he became disoriented. He nearly crashed his car. And once the car was parked, Tamar got out and started trashing it. Smashing all the cameras, the rear view mirror. Davis said that he suffered bruising to his neck and shoulder, along with $30,000 in damage to his car. Needless to say, him and Tamar are not together anymore. And David says that Tamar has been threatening to kill him, actually. Tamar said that Vince wanted to send dudes to his house six months ago, but she stopped it. So now she's threatening to get him again. Um, There was one more part before I move on from this story that I had to tell you that was so hilarious to me. During one of these dream coach exercises... Tamar was uh, telling the dream coach about a particular dream that she had. And in the dream, she had a whole full-fledged relationship with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry? Is she gay? (laughs) Tyler Perry doesn't like women? (laughs) Tyler. Oh, I get it. Is there anybody... was very interesting you know why because she had a dream that she was in a relationship with the most successful african-american entertainment mogul yes somebody who was peep peep this not in the music industry right like vince okay somebody that has more money than vince yeah does he somebody that could potentially push her career Movies, television, right. but somebody that's not a millionaire. 
but a billionaire. Would it be? And a real billionaire, by and a, the way. <laughs> that, he, ain't, he ain't like a Jay-Z millionaire, billionaire. This dude got money. Yo, let me tell you something. Once you have that bag, and that bag is taken away from you, you become delusional. Yeah. Because Tyler Perry don't want no parts of Tamar. Or any woman. Or any vagina. None. Not his, not, <laughs> not, not, not his, not his strong suit. <laughs> Yo, all I'm gonna say is I I can't. She's really she. That's really Yo. just some next level gold digging. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. She's lying anyway. She probably had dreamed about DMX. She's in a relationship with DMX. Nah, DMX she, don't have enough money for to be in her dream. No, I'm saying that's not. But 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 subconsciously, she probably wants somebody who's not either gay or Vince. She even went to an extreme talking about, I had a dream that I was at his house and another woman was there and I was getting into it with the other woman and all of this back and forth. I'm like, this is un- Is she is, is she sure it was a woman? <laughs> You're so silly. I'm just asking. I don't know. I think the whole thing is sad. And you know what? You know who my heart goes out to? Her son. Yes. Because he's an innocent in everything. Yeah. And look just like his daddy. Uh, yes, he does. He's a cute little thing, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, Tyler Perry. Since we're on the topic of Tyler Perry, he has been declared a billionaire, by yeah. the way. Probably late. Um, according to Forbes. This sounds about right. He owns everything. In Atlanta. Mm. You know, he bought it. You, 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 you know how that's laid out out there? I do. He's, I do. He bought an old military base. Confederate. No, no, no. Fort McPherson. Pam actually worked there. It was really an old military base. It wasn't a Confederate. It might have been hundred years ago. No, no, this was a. He bought a whole military installment that was until I, I, years I, ago. I know that was nearly almost impossible for him to even purchase. Uh, nothing's impossible when you have real money, and this dude's got real money. But they're like building train stations there now. It's unbelievable what he's got going on. This dude. Yo, and it's all off of those fucking plays and all the terrible movies he made. Isn't that amazing? He really just tapped into what he knew people wanted. Yo. Anyway. Good for him. Um, they say that his net worth is about $1 billion because he's earned more than $1.4 billion in pre-tax income since 2005. He owns all of his creative output, which includes more than 1,200 TV episodes, 22 films, at least two two dozen plays, and a 330-acre studio lot in Atlanta. 330 acres. And I think he he owns a lot of the Oprah Network, if you want to know the truth. I I think that's kind of kept... I love this story. Me too. Me too. You take a, a high school dropout, yo. Homeless has all the odds against him and he turned nothing into something and, and, and Tamar wishes she can put her paws in that <laughs> she thinks she's gonna change him twist him around terrible mm, mm, mm. maybe she could get a beer job like like the Cory Booker Rosario Dawson thing I'm just saying <laughs> you know when you think about it boys and girls Ownership is key. Yeah. We've had a conversation about this. Yes. <laughs> you heard the voice? Yes. No, no. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
Well, I'm it was big a big on subject. Ownership. I'm was, big on ownership. You're not so much. No, no, no. That's not true. That, okay. That, 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 that's not true. It, it's just there's different levels of it. Okay. Like after a while, you can say, okay, I, I want... Well, Joe Button's actually... We're going to get into that, right? Okay. We're, we're going to get into the whole thing with um, ownership. Oh, ownership. Okay, we'll get into it. Well, before we get into that, speaking of billionaires, let's get into a little bit about Dr. Dre's billion dollar divorce. Right. Uh, so now his estranged wife is claiming domestic violence. Right. Which is no surprise. Right. To us. Um, and she explains why she needs $2 million a month in temporary spousal support until, you know, the divorce takes away. So she wants $1,936,399 to cover her expenses. And guess what I have for you? Per month. Per month. Yeah, per month. And I have the breakdown. Oh, this should be good. You love breakdowns. Yeah. All right. So, laundry and cleaning is $10,000 a month. <laughs> Hello? Are you there? Clothes is $135,000 a month. $5,000 a day. Well, let me just say this. No, it's, it's five, but she spends $5,000 a day in the mall. But if we have $135,000 a month in clothes, why the fuck do we need to clean them shits? Throw them shits out! <laughs> you know, $10,000 a month actually... Throw them shits in the garbage! That's we not, don't want that no more! That's not a lot of money, though. Oh, that's what you're spending cleaning? No, I'm, no, it's not what I spend in cleaning. That's only $300 a day. That's only what? $300 a day. So if she has the cleaning ladies come in. No, 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 no. Laundry. And cleaning. And cleaning. Three, that might be $300 a day. And then you got the cleaning ladies. You got two. To, that might, if that includes the cleaning ladies, that's not that bad. Yo, being rich costs money, man. Yo, people don't understand that. That's that, your houses? I don't and- know. I'm fucking them complaining about me spending fucking $25 on a fucking big bottle of fucking per cell fucking laundry detergent. Okay? I'm look, complaining about that. Look, I don't want to blow you up. Blow me but, up. But if your cleaning lady had to come every day. Right. And there were two or three of them. That shit costs money. I mean. I, mean, I don't know what you play. You're a cleaning lady. but We don't have much to clean. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you but it's still it still costs money it still costs money you live in 10,000 square feet 20,000 square feet it Yo, you need a staff it doesn't need 300 dollars yo being rich it costs money people don't understand that the richer you try to be the more money it costs you Ace and I talk about it all the time all these dudes go broke they go broke can Floyd I- Mayweather all of them just cause just cause you have money doesn't mean you're gonna keep it can I Floyd put- Mayweather they, they, how does he still have money if he does? Can I finish the breakdown? Sure, sorry. Education, right. tuition, and living expenses, $60,000 a month. That's for the kids, right? What kids? The kids are one kids in USC. Excuse me. They got kids together? Yeah. Yeah. The kids are in USC. I didn't know that was her kid. He donated. He donated. That's her kid? Yeah, I'm 99% sure. They've been married how long? The kid's 18. Yeah. 
All right, I, I'm gonna let the no, producer no, no, find no. out. I'm telling you, but listen, you know he donated like a whole library to get her in the USC. Meanwhile, they were, yeah, you know that, you remember that? That would that that's their kid. I'm sure that's their kid together. So they paid to. Oh, all right. um, but that might be the tuition. Entertainment. This should be interesting. Nine hundred thousand dollars a month. That's three thousand dollars a day. Who the fuck is entertaining in the COVID? Are you dumb? You said nine hundred thousand. Yes. Well, that's thirty thousand dollars a day. That's not thirty thousand dollars a day. That thirty thousand dollars a day. Yes, it is. No, but it's not. Do the math. Nine hundred thousand dollars. It is. In thirty. Thank you. What, what you, the that, fuck? Yeah. Well, well, entertaining what? Give me an example. That's of a lot. Going. That's a lot of. Give male me an strippers. example of. What kind of entertainment? Dude, we you could have, you could have Cardi B come to your house every day and do a show for thirty thousand dollars a day. Charitable contributions, one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a month. That's for write-offs. Ch- what charity? Doesn't matter. I know what charity. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That that's for write-offs. It's bullshit. Yeah, am I helping you break it down? You said you wanted me to break it down. Mortgage, $100,000 a month. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I can see that sound about right. Now, $100,000 a month for a mortgage. Right. Okay. Wait, wait. Even even that's dumb. You know why? Because why? Dre is still paying. They, she still lives no, in the house. No, obviously not. No, she still lives in the house. Right. It's so, and, and now you know why it costs so much for cleaning and laundry. That cleaning and laundry. What I'm saying is that she's not paying for that. He is. You know, all this is, is her paying... No, she, obviously she is. If he's giving her the money for the mortgage, she's either living by herself or paying the mortgage. She's still living in the house and Dre is covering the expenses of everything. All this is is just payouts just payouts until she gets her half. And this is uh, totaling over two and a half million dollars. Uh, Dre is also paying for home expenses in Malibu, chefs, security, etc. They said that she's tight because uh, she doesn't have access to everything like the MX black card. She's pissed about that. And as far as the prenup, she says that she used, he used the, uh, what do you call it? The gun to the head metaphor, like right before the wedding. Right. Um, I ain't marrying you if you want to sign Nicole said that shit started to fall apart when they had a really big argument around April 1st and Dre was mad drunk and he was yelling, fuck you, get the fuck out. Don't spend no more of my money. And uh, you're not going to be walking around here mean and disrespectful spending my money. So, you know what? Not for nothing, but Dre living out some karma too. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. And, and honestly, that's all he's doing is giving her $2 million a month and he should just try and get a deal where, where it's going to come off of what he has to give her in the back end. Because the back end is going to be fat. Mm. And. Oh, so with the her? two college ones, right? Or the one that just went to USC or whatever. But I'm sure there's two youngest. You know, y'all might say I'm ignorant with this too. But um, just as easily as she broke down all of her expenses and why she needed the $2 million a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. We have to be... I want to get into detail as far as the domestic abuse. That's I want to know that. Yeah, that should be... What? That's going to be part of the NDA. She won't... She'll never disclose that. Well, she probably don't remember. She probably got CTE. <laughs> 
That's not nice. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's okay. I'm never nice. That's what I'm here for. All right. Well, anyway, uh, speaking of abuse, uh-huh. <laughs> um, some may feel rapper slash podcaster Joe Buttons is living out some of his karma, maybe. Uh, ever since that he announced that he will no longer be exclusive to Spotify, he's leaving officially September 23rd. He feels that, you know, since he signed this deal, he's become a sizable competitor in the podcast field. Did you hear about this, sir? Yes. Very interesting. Uh, he says that he exceeded Spotify's audience's expectations by 900% and that his listeners crashed the platform, but yet never received a bonus, no vacation days, worked Christmas, worked New Year's. They eventually agreed to buy everybody a couple of Rolexes, but when they picked out exactly what Rolexes they wanted, they said, nah, that's too much. <laughs> we, don't wanna, we don't want to spend that. Boy, jewelry, jewelry and trinkets been working ever since they bought Manhattan. Mm, mm, ever mm, since mm, they bought mm. Manhattan from the Indians, jewelry and fucking trinkets. So after two years <laughs> of unhappiness. Native Americans, I, that was terrible. I, I, sorry about that. I'm old. So after two years of unhappiness, they're getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. This goes back to ownership. Mm-hmm. So it seems that ever since he's called out Spotify, a lot of negative press has been going on his way. For example, his ex Tahiri, Jose. Mm-hmm. We already had a full-fledged conversation about Tahiri being on marriage boot camp. Worst situation ever. That app How they handled that whole thing with Vado snatching her up and her throwing apples at Vado and everything. Whoa, and every- whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just do it chronologically correct. Her throwing apples at Vado okay. and then Vado snatching her up. Correct. Yeah, Vado really, this he got really vilified. They treated him like Hannibal Lecter. They let him in the fucking house. He had security guards. He had everything else. She's just living it up with the apples still sitting there. Like, what are you doing? Those are obviously weapons if you're going to treat Vado like he's crazy. They, they did Vado dirty. I, I agree. Dirty. I don't believe anything Nothing to, to hear he says. Joe Buttons, she's come out and she has recently talked about her being in a relationship with Joe Buttons and her, Joe Buttons being abusive to her. But Joe Buttons said, like, not for nothing, but Tahiri, you fucked me up too. Yeah, I'm, I don't believe and anything to hear he says. Tahiri looked like she violent. She, we saw it. Yes. She started the whole thing with Vado. Yo, Vado was like really just a good dude with her, I thought. She would talk shit to him. You're the brokest dude I ever been with. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo. What the fuck? And then the two apples? I'm like, yo, Tahiri, I don't believe shit she says. And I really do have a problem. I'm going to be honest with you. I really do have a a problem with them kicking Votto out the house. Yo, and then treating him like a criminal. It was not that deep. And then treating him like a criminal. People fear for their safety. Why was Tahiri able to stay in the house? Because she's a woman. Cause she's a so woman. you can, but you you let um corrupt go. Why couldn't his woman stay in the house? Nobody wanted her in the house. Nobody need to look at that, no. Why? Because her ass ain't as fat as Tahiri's. Honestly, I'm just gonna speculate about something. Go. I don't think corrupt is the only person in that relationship with a substance abuse problem. I don't disagree with you. So I don't disagree with you. Whole, that might have been a whole. But she wasn't throwing on. the brown back like corrupt though. Why the fuck did she have to leave? I ain't miss her. 
I didn't think that was right. No. And they sitting up here glorifying well, Sahiri. Like, why her... you glorifying? Why do you? Didn't she want to go see her baby anyway? I think she wanted to. It doesn't matter, yo. It's just that that's. You think they got wrong. their checks? Can we get back to Joe Biden? You think they got their checks? Who? Um, corrupt the They got their checks up to the point when they fucking left. Mm. That's it. You ain't gonna get paid for the full Monty unless you stay for the full Monty. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Tahiri said that uh, Joe Buttons has broke her nose in the past. Mm-hmm. She has, uh, he fractured a rib. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. <laughs> Another ex and his son's mother since Santana mm-hmm. uh, also said that uh, they were going through a, a custody battle. And in the custody battle, a court document was leaked. And it said that she witnessed Joe Buttons on more than one occasion personally masturbating his dog. She says that it's his, she says that he does it as if it's his responsibility. She mentions this bizarre habit because it's indicative to his poor judgment, lack of empathy, lack of appropriate boundaries, and needed supervision with their child. Disgusting. That dog First needs of a all, dog before psychiatrist. We, Maybe that's what the dog psychiatrist Before we continue with this, uh, bestiality because <laughs> yeah. that's what the fuck this is now do me a favor and cover drake's ears he's already he already heard it he's gonna be expecting special treatment now i mean come on y'all jesus make it make sense tell me to, to try to explain to me why why i don't need this is disgusting yeah I saw a video where Joe Buttons was on there and he was doing a podcast and he's sitting on a couch with one of, with two other of his co-hosts and they, one of the co-hosts has his little dog on the couch and he's rubbing and rubbing the dog and rubbing the dog and the dude is like, what are you doing to my dog? It's a boy or girl. It's a, it's a girl. She said, give me my fucking dog, yo. He was like, nah, I feel like, you know, this is what I do. Anybody who has a pet should play with their dog's privates how disturbing is that look how he's lame makes all the ab- <laughs> not for nothing but all of this talk about masturbating a dog makes all that fucking uh abuse that he's done with his exes fall short to me i don't even care about that no 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 leave the fucking dog alone yeah. What do you think that is? You think that's gonna make a dog more loyal to you? Or I don't know. What the fuck? That's a sick perversion. That's pretty gross. I don't know. But anyway. Do you think that all of these things are coming out because of the Spotify thing? Or is that just a part of those those tables turning again? It's probably just uh, I mean everybody's always looking to, to just Niggas get as much sick. shine as they can. They get as much shine as they can when somebody's shining. I mean, um, Charlemagne said something about it, and then he went back at Charlemagne. What happened? Well, Charlemagne told him he made a bad move, and he made a bad move. How? Leaving Spotify, and and why? Because he's not going to have the same platform that he would have had if he had Spotify. 
And Joe tried to explain to him that I'm going to still own my show. Mm-hmm. As opposed to people tell Charlemagne who to interview, when to interview, how to interview, mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. can say, what you can't say, mm-hmm. and that he doesn't understand that and he'll never understand that. Basically, he was saying he's a worker. And he said that you still don't understand what Dame Dash was telling you when he was up there. And he was telling you guys, you know, you work for, what is it, iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. You work for iHeartRadio and you don't have any say-so in what you do. Come back and see me when you're a boss. And, you know, you have MB up there and, and, and he's making all kinds of money and spending right. money from lawsuits and doing shit like that up there to look like he's, a, you know, a rich boss <laughs> or whatever. You know, he's in the real estate business. And I think he actually told Dame Dash, my kids are good. My kids are set. My kids are this and that. He got about 30 kids. And then, you know, you have Charlemagne up there always just pontificating about things and what you need to do. And Joe Button trying to make it clear that... I own my show. You're you you don't own you know, anything. You made a very good point. We and you were having a, a little conversation too about ownership because you know I'm really big on ownership. But you made a very valid point that ownership ain't for everybody. No, it's not. Not everybody's built for it. That's not, right. not everybody's built for it. I mean, you could have, and sometimes it's not the most lucrative or profitable way to go. Right. It's simply not. Right. I, right. I mean, you could say, hey, hey, I ain't working. That's right. I'm not going to be a manager of this chain of five restaurants anymore and make $150,000 a year. I'm going to open my own shit mm-hmm. and make thirty. Right, right. You know, just because you mm-hmm. own it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's the way to go. As That's long right. As you're smart and you're frugal with your money and you try to do the best you can with mm-hmm. it, then you don't really need to own something to be successful. And some people... Don't want to get up every day knowing that they have zero in the bank and mm-hmm. have to start over every single day. Mm-hmm. They're okay with it. Right. But 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 I just don't um I mean if Charlemagne is built for working like that and maybe he's well, making it, just the news recently he started his own. He, he owns something now, right? He maybe a network. Oh yeah, maybe. You know, and and, and you know, but if he makes six million dollars a year, mm-hmm. and Joe Button makes six hundred thousand, he owns his. Right? Is it really worth it to own it? It all depends. It really doesn't. You no. got to work ten years to. I, I don't I know. Mean, it's it's it's. It, but but again, again the, everybody's situation is. Unique. Everybody is unique, and that's it's hard to lump that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really good conversation, and Joe really put forth his his opinion, and it made sense. And but like you say, you know, I, I mean, you know. You can start your own baseball league, or you can play for the Yankees. Right. I get you. You, you you're going to get more money playing for the Yankees. All right, let's move on. Uh, and more normal news. Mm-hmm. I hear that another black spinoff is on the way mm-hmm. um, from the creator of ABC's Blackish. It's titled Oldish. Um, it's in developments with Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis. I mean, I personally love those two. Right. Um, I like them on the show. I think they're great. I love Lawrence Fishburne. Crea- he's Furious Styles, dude. Forever? He's always Furious <laughs> Styles, man. That dude will always be for Furious Styles. The creator, Kenya Barris, will write and executive produce Fishburne and Lewis, and they'll still be Dre's parents. Mm-hmm. They're going to see if they can make it as a married couple again, which... Mm, I don't know about that, but you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I wasn't crazy about Grownish. That was another spinoff, but I love 
Yara Shahidi. Um, wasn't crazy about mixedish. Mixedish. Uh, can I can I have a different opinion on mixedish? Obviously, because of where I am in life. Okay. Um, it teaches a lot of lessons. If you really they watch mixedish, now this one's actually this one's actually pretty good on how things were and how it's still the same. Okay. Things haven't changed much, and there are actually some good characters. They, they, the the uh, the grandfather's very funny. Mm. Um, well, the one who played I Ricky couldn't Bobby's. get into it. I couldn't get into, okay. into it. Okay. But anyway, uh. It was about, it's about, you know, uh, the return to the 80s with Tracy Ellis Ross. Right. Or whatever. And they're working out a second season. So listen, since I love the characters, Earl and Ruby, I'm here for it. And I'll give it a, I'll give it I a go. I they get enough play in the show, don't they? Well, they I mean, you really need a full half hour then. Stop, stop hating on their bag, yo. Lawrence All right. Fishburne is furious style. You know what else I'm here for? I don't know if you heard. What's up? The feud between, uh... Well, the feud being over between Aunt Viv and Will Smith. That's weird. They're doing a reunion show. Uh, 30-year anniversary reunion show at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it was very shocking for me to see Will Smith and Janet uh, Hubert sitting down together and finally talking like uh, two human beings. Time heals all wounds. <laughs> and so does the lack of... Time heals all wounds, and but she didn't she really like call him? Didn't she call him like a predatory fag or something like that? Was her quote? She literally said that. Didn't was, she say that? It was a lot of disrespect. Yeah, it was a lot of disrespect to Jada as well. Yeah. Well, what? I'm just letting you know. But you know, I can't even. She really was say entangled it. in a debate. <laughs> I was. I can't even really say it was a, a feud because Will wasn't saying shit. No. He was so just she saying, was just fired up. You know, she got fired. Yeah. And do you know what the stem of the firedness no. came from? Firedness. The firedness great. came from. It was a point where clearly they were doing good because they were on for six seasons. Right. And she went to Will and she said, "Could you, you know, being that you are the star and you're making more money than everybody, how about you go into the higher ups and ask them, could you tell them to give us a raise?" Right. And his quote was, "My contract is my contract, and your contract is your contract." Now, there's a lot of ways that you can view that situation. In your opinion, let me get this. I'm sorry, sorry, just a little bit of weave on your on your microphone. Um, in your opinion, how do you? What do you feel about that? That he said that? Because we had this conversation last night. Me and I think it's kind of foul. Okay. I I think it's kind of foul. I I think if you um you have your cast around you, you don't do anything by yourself. You know, they, 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 I, I think that's kind of foul. I think he could have probably gone to bat for the rest of the crew. I agree with that. Yeah, I think he but could I do want to add the, something. The rest of the crew. I do want to add something. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 30 years ago. I don't think it. I don't think the dynamic changed that much. Will was a kid. No, he really wasn't. No, he was. After six seasons? He's a, first of all... He was 25, 26 years old. What I'm saying is that that was his first little bit of getting money, getting no, money. he was in that six degrees of separation. He was like, yo, he like he, he was turning he into was, a star. When, when I was 20 years old, I wasn't... He's not 20. Let's not say he's 20. If it's six How seasons... How old is Will Smith? If it was six seasons, he was... He was yeah. If it was six seasons... Six seasons in. No, they're they're 
three seasons. She didn't go past three seasons. Okay, three seasons. Oh, that, that's different. She Six, didn't go past 20, three seasons. 22 and 25 for, in his career. His career. All I'm saying past. is that the mentality that I had when I was 25. Right. We're talking 20, actually. I'm talking about for me, 30 years ago. Right. It's not the same mentality. How? Okay, it's not the same mentality that I have as a 49-year-old person. I understand and that. And so what I'm saying is that he might have been a little bit full of himself. He might have sh- been, a, you know, immature in that way. Was it right? No, I don't think it was right. But you, it boils down to... Did he have to do it? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. No, obviously not. I don't, not. Know if he, he did. I don't think it could fall into a category. I, I, I as think a he right should or have. Wrong. He should have. What he you should have did. He, right, right, exactly. Not what you're supposed to have did. I agree. It's two different things. So she was salty behind that, and ever since she was, you know, she probably was like, "Here, go this little snot. He's up here making more money than everything, than everybody here on the on the set. I've been in this business for ten years." She doing plays and broadways and all of that. I got more experience than everybody else. Who the fuck are you? What she did was called played herself out. Because <laughs> she was the most unnecessary and replaceable character on that entire and show. And she didn't think that. And she's the one who went there thinking, you're not replacing you, 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 you're not replacing any other character on that show. None of them. She was the only replaceable character. And not only did they replace her, but then they replaced her with a light-skinned Aunt Viv. <laughs> Foul. Not the light skin Aunt Viv. Foul. Foul. But anyway, anyway, um, the reunion is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be full of music, dancing, and a lot of other surprise guests. And they're going to celebrate their six seasons and 148 episodes. And we expect to see this reunion around Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that everybody came to some sort of resolve because not for nothing. It's so whack when you got these type of situations yeah. and then people die and shit and they yeah. don't make it right. And you know, good for them. Anyway, the verses tonight. Shit. Hell shit. What verses? For who? Patty LaBelle, Gladys Knight. I know nobody in this room is interested but me and Drake. But do they have do they have Wi-Fi in the nursing homes for the people who even not watch this? Nice. I'm asking. I'm all for it. I'm happy. I love to see when people get their flowers while they're still here. It's going to be enjoyable. Listen, I listened to Midnight Train in Georgia on Sundays when I had to clean the house. I'm a Patty LaBelle fan. You don't think Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight have got enough flowers? You're no, there like, no, you're no, acting like these no, are two people no, no one's ever to answer ever, the question no they've had more tributes and more everything else come on man this is this is whack it, listen, it listen everything ain't for everybody you ain't lying monica and randy one. wasn't for you no it wasn't you know what i'm saying this ain't for you that's all right we'll get some you know ruggedness soon or whatever some dj battles maybe who knows? He stopped being about verses now, and now now they just ask kissing contest to get you get you your your streams up. I just want it to not be as long as the Monica and Brandy shit, because that shit was too fucking long. It was three hours, but honey, we gonna see some. Old well, these two shit. gotta be to bed by nine o'clock. So how long can it go? They're gonna fall asleep before us. No kidding. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. Before we roll out, I do want to say something. I want to just offer our deepest condolences to Smooth B yes. and his family. 
because I, from what I understand, his wife of 32 years had passed away yes. a couple of days ago. And although I did not know his wife, her name was Keisha we met Cherie. Her. We met her in Philly. I know, but I didn't know her. Right. Keisha Cherie Williams Barnes. It really, really, the story really touched me because that was his wife, man. 32 yeah. years is a long time. Yeah, a long time. Um, cause of death is unknown. All I know is that she and Smooth B um, had three adult children. And I'm just truly, truly sorry. Smooth B, by the way, is uh, from Nice and Smooth. Mm-hmm. One of the most legendary hip-hop du- du- duos of all time. And so, any Bobby Brown raps you ever heard, he wrote. What? He wrote all Bobby Brown's raps. Did he really? Yes, he did. His smooth B wrote Bobby Brown's raps. Oh. Too hot to handle, too cold okay. to hold. Right. That one. Too. All right. yeah. He wrote all his rhymes. Okay, that's a nice fun fact. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Also, I want to give a shout out to Brand Newbie and Sadat X. Yes. He got a baby on the way. New baby. No, yeah, isn't that crazy? He, they're in the hospital as we speak. Isn't that crazy? Yes, he did a live this morning and I heard a lot of moaning and groaning. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, baby girl is on the way and congratulations to them. Yeah, that's, that's that's what's up. Are we watching Power Book tonight, Ghost? Um, it's, I like it better than the first than the last show. Listen, we went in with the with the the, the no, side I, eye. I like it. We did like it, but I will tell you, if it wasn't for Jai and Trina being over here and Trina explaining <laughs> half of the shit that was going on, because not for nothing, it was a lot of cramming all up into yeah. one episode. Yeah. And you know how I do with the trying to remember from the last season. Well, and there's, this no, and that. there's no Tommy, so that's a good thing. They will do a uh, another show about Tommy, though. Won't be what do you call that. it? <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. Maybe Jai and Trina could come over and explain to us again. <laughs> or at least, at least do, a, do a FaceTime or something or a Zoom, right? You can watch it on Zoom. Maybe, maybe. All right, so we'll see you next week. Peace. God willing. Yeah. Later. <laughs>